The tradie business owners who win by creating a business that makes great profit and gives them time and freedom to have a great lifestyle think like winners. And it's a very different way of thinking than those who struggle and have to grind it out. Tune into today's podcast where we dig deep into how to think like a winner that gets the results that winners get. Welcome to the Profitable Tradie Podcast, where we talk about hands-on strategies that you can use in your plumbing, electrical, or similar service business to make more money, get some time back, and make your business less reliant on you. Hope you enjoy, and don't forget to follow. Alrighty, team, welcome. Uh, if you're listening for the first time, you should 100% follow, because this is good. Yeah. It's quality. Yeah. I think you're quality, mate. Appreciate that. Yeah, Likewise. It's a mutual admiration society here. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. You scratch my back, I'll scratch yours. Yeah, you script. All right, well, let's, let's, let's go. Leave anyway, <laughs> TFJ here, Tony Fraser Jones, the host of the Profitable Trady podcast. Here with Phil Smith, my uh, sidekick, COO here at uh, Profitable Trady. Yeah, hey everybody, how's it doing? How yeah, you doing? Pretty good, good, yeah, good, good, mate. What good are we talking great. about today? This is an important topic, actually, mate. Today's gonna be goodie. Yeah, we're talking about how the winners think differently to the losers. The top two, the the top two inches, the top two inches. So basically, about how the success in your business is about how you think. Because how you think drives your behavior and your behavior drives the results that you get. So plus, you know, the way that you think, particularly when things come, you know, difficult things come up, can have a huge effect on your stress levels and the overall enjoyment of business and life. So today we're going to dive deep into how to shift your thinking. And some of this may be challenging as it requires you know, us to be totally responsible for the results in our life and we have to stop playing that blame game. And uh, just the usual disclaimer here, some of the things we say today might make you angry. Might be confronting. Because, and if they do, it probably applies to you. Yeah, if you feel your, uh, your blood yep. pressure rising yep. and uh, or feel the bile rising, yep. then... Um, you should probably yeah, listen. you should keep listening. 100%. All right, well, I'm sure you got a story for us. I do. This is the story of two coaching calls. One with John, one with Derek. John and Derek. John and Derek. Not their real names. Could be. Could be. We could have switched them around. John could be Derek and Derek could be John. You never know. Never know. Anyway, John... So John had been trying, uh, this is a true story from a uh, coaching program. Yeah. So John had been trying to hire uh, for months and had no joy. Uh, and his comment was, there is absolutely no one out there right now. The only people looking for a job are the no-hopers. Yeah. That's yep, his that's words, right. not mine. Derek, different, uh, different call with Derek. Derek is like, mate, I just hired a gun third-year apprentice this week. I asked, you know, what happened? How did you, how did you go about it? He said, look, I was in the supplies the other day and I overheard a couple of uh, young fellas talking about uh, their work and one of them was saying how much he hates his job and how his boss is, you know, really tough to work for. So Derek said he just listened and actually went over and said, hey, look, I hope you don't mind, but I just couldn't hear, you know, couldn't help hearing what you're saying. You're not happy with where you're working. Look, if you're keen on a, on a change, uh, we'd love to chat. And so they did and it turns out that the guy uh, had seen uh, Derek's uh, business on a bunch of their social posts and you know, had an idea of who it was and he was actually keen so he'd, he'd been on board for a couple of weeks and he's he's great so what's the difference well a lot of people would say it's luck I think I think that's a big thing a lot of people are going to say be wanting to press the fail it's not luck it's not luck. It's not luck. I think the really big difference here is that, you know, Derek was actually open to opportunities around him uh, and John, uh, not so much. You know, and a lot of people will say that, you know, this this stuff above and below the line that, oh, you know, it's a bit woo-woo or, you know, Derek just got lucky walking through the supplier. But I think the difference is John probably walked past that same conversation two or three times. He wouldn't even hear it because he's got his he's got his blinkers on. He's got his goggles on. He's not seen anything else because he's told himself there's nothing to see. 
Whereas Derek's open to these opportunities being there. So he's seeing them because they are there, guys. You know? And uh, John probably thought overhearing that conversation, oh, that young fella must be useless. Yeah, exactly. That would be his approach to it. Yeah. So no, no way I'd ever want to talk to him. Now, yeah. This is an actual conversation with, yeah. with our members. Yeah. Uh, and today we're going to dig into, you know, what's the difference in thinking between these two types of people because it makes a huge difference. Yeah, definitely does. Definitely does. So what if uh, what if we don't get this mindset right? What if we don't have that winner's mindset? Well, I think you feel out of control. You feel like life's happening to you. You feel like you have little control over you know, your destiny. I think that's a big one. You feel hopeless. Uh, you don't take the action that you need to to be successful. So you actually think everything's down to luck and not your you know your ability to influence it. Yeah. And fundamentally I think what happens when you don't have the winner's mindset you kind of stay stuck where you are. Yeah. So you just recycle the same problems. Uh and life gets a bit sticky cuz you're stuck. Yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> it's not a very comfortable and place the, to be. The last one is uh and if this is you, pay attention. If you blame other people or the situation for your results, that ain't the winner's mindset. No, it's not. It's not, and we'll get into a little acronym for you a little bit later. That's gonna gonna happen at home. Acronym, little acronym. Love a good acronym. We haven't done an acronym for a while. Yeah, yeah. If at all, I don't know. I can't remember. Well, I've got a couple up my sleeve. We could use them later. Happy days. Yeah. What if we do get it right? What if we have the winner's mindset? You you turn into an action taker because action takers get results. Uh, You're more resilient to stress and challenges. I think that's really important. Just because you have the winner's mindset doesn't mean that. Tough stuff doesn't happen. It does. It happens to everyone. Of course. But you deal with it totally differently. I think that's the key. And you're always moving forward and, and making progress. The winners don't stand still. They make things happen. That's right. And ultimately, life is way more fun and it's way more fulfilling. Like, you get progress and you get yeah. results and you feel good about that. It's almost like a, not a vicious circle, a virtuous circle, like the opposite. Yeah. Confidence yeah. builds on confidence and uh, and things get better. Yeah. And that's all we want. We do. So let's talk about how the losers think. I think there's a you know there's a few key characteristics we tend to see here. Yeah. Uh, so what are they? And let's not sugarcoat it. You're not a loser if you think like this. You've got a loser's mindset. Yeah, I think that's an important differentiation to make. I mean, like not saying somebody's a loser yeah. uh, in the traditional sense, but what I am saying is that they probably do lose often, um, and you know it might be something that they're perpetuating themselves. So if you can identify these things in yourself, that's really cool. I'm just no, can, I'm concerned actually right now. Just a little sideways departure that the thought police are going to come after us because you know in today's sort of PC thing, there's no winners and losers, right? Oh no, I mean like, we we're triers and participators, right? That's right. Yeah, right. Or maybe non-winners. Yeah, but I want to bring us back to the old Yoda quote. You know, do or do not. There is no try. That's right. I like that. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, do, let, or yeah, do not. There is no try. That's it. That's it. And in this case, like if you think about it, I mean, the reality of life is that. You do win sometimes and you do lose sometimes. And what we're really about today is not calling people losers. It's about, you know, helping you to be winners and have the it, winner's mindset. It starts with the winner's mindset. So, yeah. Killer. So, so, so the, 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 the loser's mindset, number one, is you blame other people or the situation for your problems or your predicament or your situation. That's it. So blame comes in many uh, forms. It might be blaming your team. Oh, they're not very motivated. Uh, oh, there's no decent staff out there. Oh, they didn't do what I told them. Oh, they work too slow. Whatever it is. Mm. Uh, you might blame the economy. Oh, look, you know, 
it's the economy. It's it's the pandemic. It's the supply chain issues. It's the government. It's the government. That's a that's a great one to you know. <laughs> Let's not get started. Yeah, well, on yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I'm definitely. Uh, Blame. Oh, no, I'm yeah, not you just, yeah, you I don't just, even, let's just leave I don't, don't want to kick off here. Yeah, yeah, hey, look, we uh, we yeah, don't want to be here all day. That's right. Yeah. Start on a rant. Yeah. A rant. A rant. Anyway, so you might blame your competitors. Oh, they're always, you know, pricing too low. Um, or they make promises they can't keep, you know, yada, yada, yada. That's you it. might, you know, whatever it is. All of those things might be situations, but they're situations. Yeah, and I think the big thing with this is like, they might even be true. Your competitors might be undercutting you. But I think the hard thing is that if you're focused on the blame, the reason why this is a loser's mindset is because blaming your competitors is not going to make them change. Like if I say, hey, my competitors are always bloody undercutting me, they're not going to be like, oh, shit, oh, I'm sorry. sorry, sorry, mate, I'm going to stop. They're not going to do that. If you say, hey, the economy is really you know, in the toilet and that's why everything's going wrong, the economy doesn't come to you in person form and say, Jeez, what you do know, you need? I've, I've been out of line. Uh, let me just let me just pull my socks up. Sorry, dude. Like that's that's not what got to happen. myself an uppercut. That's it. So the more you get stuck in that blame game, uh, it's just a very useless place to be. Like I don't know if you've read Doc Much, Doctor Seuss, but uh, love it. You think about the the places you'll go. Um, yep. You basically end up in that waiting place. Yeah. Uh, you know, we're sitting around waiting for the wind to change. But the thing is, it it just doesn't. And as Doctor Seuss says, it's a useless place to be. Yep. 100%. So we don't want to be there. Uh, yeah, you don't want to blame the wind. You just shift the way your sails are facing. That's it. Uh, and that's what this is about. So blame gives away your power to the situation. So it, it absolves you of responsibility for fixing your situation. Yeah, because it's a shield you can hide behind, isn't it? Yeah, well, and that, 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 um, that flows on to the second type of thinking, which is the loser's mindset, and that is excuses. Mm. They make excuses. Like... This is going to be a big one. A big excuse is I don't have time. Yeah. Oh. Right I'm sure now we've all said it. Yeah, we have. But if you're listening, you might think, Tony, like, don't don't be like a moron. I don't have time. Yeah. What do you mean? You got as much time as everyone else. If, if, like, you've been robbed of like some time. Yeah. Well, you you, you actually, got twenty two hours a day. It. It's not hiding under the bed. No. Nah. Yeah. I mean, we all have the same time. That's it. So to use a lack of, I mean, and some people are incredibly wealthy and successful, and some aren't. Yeah. And the wealthy people don't have more time. Mm. They just use it differently, right? And they yeah. think about it differently. Yeah. And actually what they do is they make choices about time. Mm. So they'll prioritize stuff that's more valuable. Yeah. Uh, so so excuses is a big thing. And um, the last one is denial, which is not a river in Egypt. I knew you were going to say oh, that. Oh, God. Oh, no, 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 no. I want the laughter. <laughs> Come on, the laughter. You're a cheesy guy, mate. You're I'm a, a cheesy, cheesy guy. guy. Denial is not a river in Egypt. All right. How long have I used that joke for? Uh, as long as I've known you, mate. Like, it's a long honestly, time. yeah, a long time. Anyway, so you know, denial is a, is where you just deny that there's a problem, and we see this a lot. Uh, for example, oh, it's okay to work. It's okay to work sixty hours a week. Yeah. I, I can I can work sixty hours a week, or I, I really love working, so that's why I yeah. work sixty hours a week because I really enjoy it. And it's like, hey, don't get me wrong, I I, I love my job too. Yeah. I love working, um, but you know, sixty hours a week is still a lot. It is doesn't yeah. leave much room for anything else. No, nah. uh, oh, denial might be. Oh, it's okay. Look, it's okay to scrape by. We we're, we're, we're getting by. Yeah, or I'm not motivated by money, so it's okay that we're not making any. Denial, denial, big time. Uh, might be. Oh, look, it'll all get better in a few weeks once I get through this busy period. 
Denial. <laughs> Denial. Big time. Big time. And you just end up in a win-then mindset, you know. Oh, when the economy gets better, then we'll be fine. Denial. Denial. Right? You know, when uh, when we get a change of government, we'll finally get some good policies in place. Denial. Yeah, denial. Yeah, when we start getting more uh, materials into the country, everything will pick back up. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, all of these even might be true, but you're denying what's going on right now, and yep. you're putting yourself in a loser's yep. position. So, so the thing with this is blame, excuses, and denial. That, you know, B-E-D uh, is the acronym for BED. And when you think like this, you make your own bed and you have to line it because you are acting like the victim. That's it. It's a victim mentality. Yeah. And the victim gives away the power to change their situation because it's not their fault. Yeah. Well, it's not even not their fault. It's not their responsibility to fix it. That's the key thing here. We're not even That's interested it. in fault. We're interested in responsibility. Yeah, because you know it might not be your fault. But if you absolve yourself of the responsibility, then nothing will change because yeah. you won't do anything. Yeah. And this is a really important uh, point here, and and the the whole um, I guess model, if you like, that we're talking about today is called above and below the line, mm. and we've just talked about below the line thinking, where you make your bed and you line it, you you operate with blame, excuses, and denial, and in that situation, you are the victim. Life is happening to you, and it's not fair. So the emotional feeling is it's not fair. Uh, I feel outraged. I feel angry, um, and frustrated, and yeah. anxiety and overwhelm. Live in that. Area. And maybe you've experienced some of these things. I mean, we all do from time to time. All of us live below the line from time to time. Yeah. Uh, but the trick is to get above the line. The thing about below the line is what it does, it creates what we call an external locus of control, mm. which basically what that means is we don't have any control. Stuff outside of us is controlling our situation. Yeah. And so you've given all your power away. Yeah. So we want to switch that around. And the winner's mindset is the opposite. The winner's mindset is to live above the line. Yeah. Where the air is crisp. That's right. In the rarefied atmosphere of success. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> you liked that, didn't you? <laughs> yeah, bro. Like, it, was, it was all in the voice. Thank you. Yeah, I appreciate yeah. that. I've so been what, on it. what's it like up there in, uh, in the crisp air? Well, mate, one day when you get up here with me, I'll, uh, <laughs> I'll drag you up here too. My man. My man. Uh, look, it's where you, um, you take responsibility. Yeah. That's the first thing. Yeah. So you are responsible for your results, one hundred percent responsible. Even if you know you can't control everything, like you can't control the economy, but you can control and create some of your own economy. Yeah, and you can control what you do in that environment. That's right. That's yeah. that's important. So you take responsibility, you take accountability for your results. So there's no excuses. It's like this is where I'm at with business, and it's all my responsibility or my accountability it's up to me this is what i've generated take yeah. away any luck any any outside influences this is what i've done and i accept and claim what i've done as as mine and and then you take ownership total ownership for the results yeah 100 percent ownership yeah there might be problems but they're my problems that's they're my problems and i'm the one who can fix them yeah that's it uh and so important yeah and so that that's a different acronym that's you know it's um o-a-r or or you know, you've, you're using the oar to steer your own ship. That's it. Okay, and and in that situation, rather than when you're above the line, rather than being the vic the victim, you're the victor. Yeah. So it's a different way of thinking. Rather than having an external locus of control, you have an internal locus of control, which basically means I take responsibility for the results I get. Yeah, that's right. And so you feel empowered, you feel excited, you feel positive, motivated, and energized. It's a completely yeah. different uh, way. 
And because you'll actually focus on, and, and it causes you to actually take action and generate results. Yep. And so the difference is the below the line people never do anything because what's the point? And it's yep. not fair and it's all happening to me. The above the line people do stuff. Even if there's only 20% that they can control, they'll control that 20%, which actually gives them a, a result, which means they can control a little bit more. And their ability to actually influence the result gets bigger and bigger as time goes on. That's why, this is why the difference between the haves and the have-nots gets so large. Yeah. is because over a period of life, the winners continually do this and it just compounds. And the, yep. the gap between the two doesn't look like much at the start, but it's massive over a period of time. Totally, totally. And I think the big thing is that actually when, when times do get hard and when there are a lot of things to blame and a lot of excuses you can make, a lot of denial that you could fall back on, there's actually a lot of opportunity in there as well. Like always in tough times, like if you look at the 10 richest people of all time, eight of them came out of the Depression era. Um, and actually the biggest thing is that there's, there's always things you can do. There's always opportunity you can leverage. There's always changes you can make. There's always power that you can hold on to um, if you're in that victor mindset, being above the line. Uh, when you're below the line, you give that power away, and uh, and you basically can't take it. Um, take those opportunities as they pop up. That's right. You don't even see them. So yeah. so in a, you know, that's kind of like, you know, high level sort of stuff we're talking about I guess but practically speaking you know uh, let's say oh, I can't hire staff it's really hard to hire staff there's no one out there that's below the line so above the line person is like okay I'm finding it difficult to hire someone now what other avenues can I pursue to get someone well how can I change my job at what can I um, offer that's different and unique what can I do in my social media to position myself as a great employer to show that this is a great place to work uh, what can I do to train the people I've got now to get them up to speed quicker? How can I change my pricing now? Because it's hard to find people. Everyone's busy. There must be good demand. If I do that, how can I pay my my team more now? Yeah. Yeah. So totally. there's, a, there's a whole bunch of stuff you can always do. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And that's, that's what the, uh, you know, the victor, the above the line, the winner's mindset, that's how they'll operate. Yeah. Well, I mean, another example, if you look at, uh, you know, a lot of a lot of new housing is going to probably go through a little bit of a rough patch um, in, in, in a lot of countries in a wee while. Um, a lot of changes in the economy which are going to lead to that and without getting too deep into it, I mean, it could be something that slows down and there'll be below-the-line companies out there involved in new housing which will say, well, new housing's hit the bricks and all my building contractors are finding it hard so my work's drying up, I better batten down the hatches and make it through and there'll be above-the-line people that are like, maybe I get more maintenance work. That's right. I'll you open up I mean? a second or a third front. I'll get into another niche and I'll really start marketing into there and be really proactive. That's above the line thinking. That's above the line thinking. It's like, hey, yeah, there is a difficulty on the horizon, um, but I'm not going to blame it. I'm not going to make excuses for it and I'm not going to deny that it's happening. I'm going to embrace that, take control of what I can control and, um, and yeah, do things differently. Yeah, and, and this, like we're talking about business here, but this um, principle applies to everything. Top sports people, the difference between them athletically is... Nothing. Yeah, for sure. Nothing. I mean, it's the odd freak, but most of the top sports people are above the line. You know, they have the winner's mindset. What can I control? Mm. Uh, same in your relationships. You know, if you're having a challenge with a relationship, don't blame the other person. Take full ownership, 100% responsibility. Yeah. Give that person what, you know, give them what you think you want from them. Give it to them. That's sometimes what they need. You've got to really own the whole thing. Yeah. So it applies to all of life. With your kids, anything. Got to take hundred percent ownership. Yeah, I, mean, I always I always remember back to um, that movie. Remember the Titans? Did you ever, you ever see that? Yeah, yeah, that's um, 
Who's that? The who's football one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Denzel Washington. Denzel Washington. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's that scene where uh, they're getting penalised out of the game by the ref. Um, yep. And the ref is just calling everything, just penalties, yep. penalties, penalties. And it's just killing the game. Uh, and it's you know, it's not, not allowing them to get ahead. They're just getting picked on. And, um, and you know, everyone's whinging about it. Oh, the ref, the ref, the ref. And, um, and the assistant coach, uh, you know, gets all the boys together and he says, and everyone's like, oh, the ref's killing it. The ref's killing it. I mean, we've got no control. You know, there's nothing we can do. We're going to lose. And he goes... You know, forget that. Like, don't even think about that. I don't want you to think about that again. We're going to blitz all night. You know, like, I don't care, like, about all these other things. Just blitz all night and you make sure they remember forever yeah. the night they played the Titans. That's right. And um, and basically they took control of what they can, which is, hey, look, we're just going to, you know, go as hard as we can. We'll bring the aggression and we'll blitz all night. And then they end up winning the game. So, like, uh, I think it's just control what you can control. us across it, the board. It, that's massive. So you control the controllables and that puts you in a completely different frame of mind the winner's frame of mind which means you keep taking action which means you keep getting results mm. and as I said the difference over the long run if you practice that every day is enormous definitely. enormous definitely I think the, the last thing I want to touch on Phil this is really important uh, and this is why a lot of people don't live above the line because it's actually hard to do oh totally I mean everybody has these thoughts come up those bed thoughts you yep. know below the line ones I mean, they, of course they come up because a lot of them, you know, they, they have some credibility, but it's about how do you reframe that in your mind. 100%. And, you know, to, to live above the line, you have to be very proactive. Yeah. So you have to bring the fight to yeah, life, as it definitely. were. You've got to get on the front foot. Uh, that's harder in the short term than living below the line. But the trouble with living below the line, you're going to drown in a sea of negativity forever. That's right. So it's easy in the short term but it's terrible in the long term. It will just, you know, yeah, ruin your will to live, basically. And and I think the hardest thing is it feels good to be below the line sometimes, but it's a little bit like pissing in your pocket to keep yourself warm. That's right. Yeah. Misery uh, loves company too, you know. Yeah, like, yeah. Other uh, people will buy into it yeah. with you. If you start being, you know, outwardly below the line, there'll be people that'll back you up. Oh, 100%. Um, and sometimes you try to be above the line and people try to pull you back down yep. and it's because they're afraid to live up there with you. Yep. And you have to shut that out. Yep. You have to just be bigger than that. Yep, 100%. Really important. So should we land this plane? Indeed. Uh, important topic today. We're talking about the winners and the, the losers mindset. And the winners and the losers, they 100% think differently. You know, winners think above the line. They take ownership, responsibility, and accountability for their results. And the loser's mindset is basically to blame, make excuses, and operate in denial. That's it. That's what it is. So do the hard work and live above the line and join the winner's circle. Thanks for listening. Now, if you enjoyed the podcast, there's four ways we can help your business. Number one, grab a free copy of my book called The Profitable Trading. And it's at profitabletradybook.com forward slash podcast. Two, Join my free Facebook group at ProfitableTradie.com forward slash group. Three, subscribe to my YouTube channel. Just search Profitable Tradie in the YouTube search bar. Or four, book a free 15-minute phone call to find out about our coaching programs at ProfitableTradie.com forward slash podcast call. Or if you can't remember any of that, just check out the session notes.